What's up, goons? This is another episode of Notes of a Goon. I'm your host, Chris from Brooklyn. I'm joined, as always, by my stalwart producer, Michael Harrington. How are you, Mike? Stalwart as ever, Chris. Stalwart as ever. Not yeah, ready to talk on the microphone. Well, I got voices going on behind me. There is, There are voices going on Matt behind you. They, they did a three-and-a-half-hour podcast about <laughs> other podcasts, <laughs> and they're not done talking about other podcasts <laughs> yet. Jesus. <laughs> this may not be my first beer. No. What's the likelihood? Uh, all signs point to no. Um, Mike, this is old business. So let's. Do you have any old business that you need to discuss? I don't think so. Was there some old business I'm forgetting about? I don't know. Usually, if you cue me up, it's because I'm supposed to say something. Oh, well, don't let everybody in. You know, I just I don't know. <laughs> I just I sometimes you have old business. I I'm mostly just going to plug a couple things. Okay, what do you got to plug? Well, obviously, come fucking see me, Rob Bernstein. We're going to be all over the fucking country next weekend. We're going to be well, not all over. We're going to be in uh, Austin, and then we're going to be in Houston at the Secret Group, and then we'll be at Zia Farms in uh, uh, New Mexico. I might also be doing some other random spots around Austin, but I'm not going to promote those. But just go to see a show. He might have just been at the Gas 30 tapings all week with a certain Rebecca Trent. Well, that'll probably do that. But then also, I may have been texting somebody who used to work for Joe Rogan but doesn't anymore. Who knows where any of these who guys knows where be. any of these fucking shows are going to be. I'm not promoting them. But go to uh, eventbrite.com slash Robbie the Fire and get tickets to all the Summer Porch Tour shows I'm doing. You know, Robbie will be on fucking tour with Andy. Uh, uh, there's some cities I'd like to do with him, but he's going to some places we've been a bunch of times. And I just don't feel like going to, like on these runs. This is a weird thing, Mike. So like uh, like a Wichita, Kansas is not no. going to drag you out again? So so he's going to Bonacqua, Tennessee. Now, I like those guys, but I've been there a few times. And it's like, I got to do 40 minutes. I haven't written 40 new minutes. They came to see Rob. They don't care if he repeats himself. They're going to be mad if I repeat myself. You know what I mean? But then in between that, he's doing Louisville, Kentucky. And fucking, there's another one uh, that I was like, I was like, I would do those two gigs. And he's like, yeah, we're doing the Tennessee one in the middle. And I was like, fuck, I would just go to the first two and then go home. You know what I mean? But but because there's the Binocqua in the middle. Yeah, it was, I, it was somewhere else that I was like, damn, I'd go to that too. Yeah, but it's just like, I just don't feel like, I literally, he was like, which one of these do you want to come on? I was like, I was like, I don't really need to do the Tennessee gig again. We did it two years in a row. I got it. And it's not, no offense to Andrew, who I know like listens to the show. I actually really enjoy hanging out with you, but it's just like I'm just gonna get hammered drunk again on moonshine that all your neighbors bring. Honestly, it was pretty fun. What else are you doing that weekend? I could probably still just go. <laughs> like Robbie was like, I mean, if you book, he's like, he's like, I'll I'll cover your flights. I just can't pay you because you didn't tell me you wanted to go. So I could still just go. Honestly, Mike, why don't you just drive me? Let's do a road trip. Notes of a goon road trip. But to we could podcast. Well, no. Well, first, we'll start in Louisville. How long am I supposed to be gone? I have shows to produce. We will be producing content the whole time. It'll be like <laughs> yeah. Burt Kreischer's tour. Like you wake up in the morning and you're doing stuff. <laughs> Chris is fully loaded. Does, does that not just seem annoying? By the way, you know. Look, I'm not saying I wouldn't like to do be in an arena full of laughing people. However. Burt Kreischer seems way too energetic to be my friend, I think. I like a, I like my fat guys more docile, like a Chris Stanley. 
Yeah. Somebody or a just... Zach Amico, a guy who doesn't like to really move a lot. <laughs> Sedentary fat guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fat guys who earned it. Fat guys who like to sit next to me in a bar and not talk. That's who I like to hang out with. Seems like Bert would want to talk a lot. Too busy eating to talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seems like, look, probably a nice guy. Met him once. He did make me take my shirt off. Still annoyed by that. Uh, uh, How did he make you? I'll, t- I'll just tell the story. Bert was at like the second skank fest at the creek. Yeah. Uh, right? That was it? Yeah. You were there. Oh, yeah. So he was having a beer party in three in the morning in the basement of the creek. That was the event uh, for whatever reason. For whatever reason, my buddy D, who's been on this show, uh, was obsessed with Bert Kreischer for about a month. And was like, this guy's so funny. The machine, you've seen this thing? The machine is fucking the greatest thing I've ever seen. So fucking, f- this guy's fucking hilarious, Chris. Fucking, this guy's fucking hilarious. So now I meet Bert Kreischer. And one of my best friends is obsessed with Burt Kreischer. So I'm going to go, oh, I'm going to take a picture with Burt Kreischer and send it to my friend. <laughs> and it will make him happy. <laughs> and Burt's like, I'm not taking a picture unless you take your fucking shirt off, dude. I'm not taking a picture with you unless you take your fucking shirt off, dude. I was like, fine. I'll do this because D is my friend and he will. this will make him happy. However, D is West Indian and they are all homophobes. So he saw me standing next to a shirtless man. And said, y'all niggas doing gay shit? <laughs> ben, bleep that. Oh, yeah, for YouTube. <laughs> it's in the first 10 minutes. Sorry. <laughs> I Look, this is actually something I feel like... I'm just going to throw this out there. We, we've said this before. Did you think I was just going to say another N-word? It sounded Kinda. like you were getting ready to bleep me. Kind of. Uh, the one time that... No one should ever art like there was this beautiful moment in in time where as a society we all woke up and said, you know what's fucking silly? The fact that we all say fuck. And then you have to say the F word when you're on the news relaying a story. And like all of society for about an hour was like, why have we been doing that for all of human history? And then they were just like, oh, by the way, now you can't just say these things. Like, you were always allowed to, like, say the N-word, relaying that somebody said the N-word. Like, you could always say, this guy's a bad person because he called this person, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't shit, fuck, piss. Notice, not in the seven words you'll never hear on television. No, it was. It was not in that bit. All right, let me, let me look that up. Maybe it was in seven new words. I don't think so. Um, but all I'm saying is it, it, there's this brief moment where we all woke up as a society and went, hey, it's real dumb that we, uh, 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 ne- like, we don't say, like, we used to, like, we say this, like, weird code when we all know what we're talking about. When the S word or the F word or the C word. And then it was just like, oh, it turns out we just say those words now. You can just do that, and it's fine, and we're all like kind of fine with it. And then now it's like we just created new ones. He had a uh, he had a whole separate bit where he just lists every single slur. Really? <laughs> yeah. Ugh. It's honestly, it's a classic. I listened to it not too long ago, and some of them I was listening, and it was like, ooh, this kind of hurts a little bit. But then also some of it was like, all right, I... Yeah, there's actually a great Ron and Fez bit. One of the first bits I ever heard on Ron and Fez, where at Sirius they decided that you could not—the only word you were not allowed to say on an explicit language channel 
on Sirius XM was the N-word. So then Ron proceeded to go, so what words can we say? Can we say coon? We can say coon. Oh, okay. And then they're just rattling off, and they're making Earl, they're black. See, like Earl, they figure you get upset if we say the N-word. Now, mind you, Ron is not a guy who says the N-word. Like, so it's like, I've heard him say it. I haven't heard him say it. I've never I've heard, never him heard Ron or Fez say the N-word. Not ever. the N-word. And I've hung out with them, not on the radio. I've heard him say Negro. That is an N-word. That, that is, is not the N-word. N-word. That is not the N-word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it, it, this is a fucking thing where it's like, so then they just go, Earl, can you list some of the words we're allowed to say? Because these might offend you, but th- well, this one word is offensive to you, but... Are we allowed to say moon cricket? And then, like, just from out of nowhere, from the booth, it just Earl goes, uh, uh, Stanley said you forgot Jigaboo. <laughs> it was the first time Stanley was ever on air. <laughs> or, like, he was ever referenced as on air. He goes, uh, Chris Stanley said you forgot Jigaboo. <laughs> oh, man, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, which is also brings my favorite news clip of all time. Was, is, of course, Jigaboo music. Do you know this? No. Oh, you've never seen this clip? No. Oh, dude. It's a black reporter and a white reporter. And they're talking about Lady Gaga. Okay. <laughs> it, I'm sure it comes right up. Is this it? Nope. Fox wow, there's two. Jigaboo means on air. Play it? Because this ain't what I was talking about. Live, I'm Logan Tittle. A Fox anchor First of all, you're way too hot to have that name. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, this is going to be... Oh, it's just a wow, clip of... Lady- very impressive. Yeah. Music that she <laughs> I really hear her voice... Lady Gaga. ...with all the jigaboo yeah. music that she did, whatever you want to call it, uh, <laughs> jigaboo. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. In case anyone else is- <laughs> so, so that guy defended her. Did he? Yeah, she said she did not know what that word meant. And had never heard it in that context. I mean... And then he defended her. If he... uh, She's not going to say it in his face like that with a smile twice on the news if she knows what it means. I think she said it once by accident. Go back and play it again. Just that part. Like, both her saying it twice. So it seems like she goes... All right, I've already said this. I have to say it a lot of times. The jigaboo yeah. music that she did, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> jigaboo. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. I think you're right. He, she, she says it a couple more times I, in the original clip. <laughs> I think she realized. I think she realized what she said went, oh, no. <laughs> the only way to actually cover this up is to say it ten more times and then go, I had no idea what that meant. It wasn't a mistake. I wasn't thinking racist thoughts looking at my black co-host. <laughs> Who, by the way, just look at my man's outfit real quick. Pull that back up. Uh, fuck, it I is, tried to find the... He's uh, wearing a pinstripe suit with a red shirt. With all the- <laughs> it is fucking... Like, that is ostentatious, to say the least, for a news anchor. This... This is like something Clyde Frazier would wear. Truly. <laughs> like, it is, I, I'm not, I don't hate it. I don't hate it at all. But it is like, he does look like he might just start singing Barbershop. 
Like, you know what I mean? Like, he might break into a Temptation song or something. <laughs> yeah, dude. He, you know you know he knows that move where he does the, like, you know, the, yeah, the two-step shuffle and yeah, then and the hand out for the slide? Oh, yeah, yeah. But, like, he's snapping this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I think I have the original clip. Okay. Yeah, I think she says it a few times. Oh, God. it's I hate when everything is not good. Yeah, dude, it's it's just where the internet's at. I'm sorry. I, no, it's I all went good. To no, 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 no. It's, to, it's absolutely not your fault. It's the internet's fault. Yeah, the internet stinks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess this was old business. Well, I guess that the clip is seven years old, so it's I guess old this is was old business. <laughs> Moving on. All right, Mike, we got a lot of fucking stuff we got to fucking talk about. Um. First things first. Uh, 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 what is this stupid Michael Imperioli thing? Oh fuck! All right, I gotta find this. You got so Mike told me that Michael Imperioli, noted stupid Italian. Now we're gonna be talking a lot about stupid Italians on this show, uh, as we do, because Italians, very stupid. You know what's funny is uh, somebody got offended at me using a slur for Italians the other day. Oh yeah. Yes. I mean it's like kind of a, a weird for that to happen. I thought I thought Italians, myself being one, first of all, should be able to say the thing. Second of all, I thought we were the last race everybody or ethnicity that everybody can make fun of, mm-hmm. right? Like I thought we've all, I guess, a little bit the Irish. Oh yeah, for sure the yeah, Irish, Greeks. I yeah, certain all of the shittier whites are are fair game, correct? Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, is there I, a is there a shitty white that is maybe off limits? Michael Imperial. No, I mean you can you can do you can definitely make fun of Albanians. Oh, hundred percent. Make fun of Russians. You're not allowed to make fun of Ukrainians anymore. Okay, so that might be it. Yeah, I think you can now. Now that Zelensky You're got, back. we're back, bro. You said it yourself. Me clowning on Zelensky a year ago in hindsight was correct. Yes. So you can that. kind of clown on Ukrainians again. Yes. For anybody who did not listen to High Society Radio, I said I owed Mike an uh, apology for something that was said on this show where uh, Mike said, Zelensky's wearing the fatigues too much. Put on a suit when you're Zooming with the president. Uh, And I was like, he's at war, blah, blah, blah. But now he's just like wearing them all the time. It's always been a costume. Just enough, dude. Yeah, exactly. You look as silly as fucking, what's the guy's name? Lukashenko? In Belarus with the big hat? <laughs> yeah. Dude, pull up a picture. I swear to God, he looks like a Funko Pop Joseph Stalin. Like, he really is just a silly looking man. Or like fucking uh, uh, Gaddafi when he was wearing the medals. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's so silly. <laughs> You're the president of a fucking country. You look like Stacey Keach, for fuck's sake. Be a man. I'm wearing silly hats. Um... Yeah, no, you can. There, there really aren't any. Uh, there really aren't any protected class for whites. making fun of whites. Yeah, I think you can make fun of all the shitty whites, even if you go ethnically. I think even all the not shitty white. You can make fun of the Brits. You can make fun of the French. No, I more met like obviously you can make fun of the the richer whites, uh-huh. Americans, British, French, but like I more met like the the downtrodden whites. Huh. Are there downtrodden whites? I mean, anybody from the Caucasus Mountains, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose. But I feel like that's actually... Albanians are pretty downtrodden. Yeah, but those There's guys There's a whole Dilbert al- bit about it. They're almost Asian. Huh? They're basically Asian. I mean, it is in Asia. Yeah. So are we not allowed to make fun of them? 
Or are they the only Asians we're allowed to make fun of? They might be. I think that's what you're on to. They're the only Asians we that can we can openly still mock. make fun of. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's funny is like Eastern European fucking do, they, they are like smarter. Like they are like Ukraine had one of the highest high school graduation rates before the war in the world. But they like had to disrupt that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, uh then uh, still stupid compared to all other Asians. That checks out. Yeah. The Polish, obviously, can always be made fun of. Yeah. I mean, Polish jokes aren't even considered ethnic jokes anymore. No? I don't think so. I think it's like a dead baby joke. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like a Polish joke, an elephant joke, a dead baby joke. These are all the same thing. Yeah. Um. So I got Imperioli's list of the top five. Sure. I forgot that's what this, was, yeah, uh, yeah. this bit was about. Yeah. Well, that's what my job is. Yeah. Michael Imperial, your top five. Who is first of all? First of all, who is this pockmarked fucking heroin addict who can't even pronounce Michael Imperioli's name that has somehow gotten him as a guest? By the way, uh, table mount, mic stand, no arm, nothing. Is that Johnny Drama? It's definitely not Johnny Drama. Okay. It's, it's someone lesser than Johnny Drama. It's, but it's somebody's Johnny Drama. It's for sure somebody's Johnny Drama. I mean, okay. it's Lips Service is the guy's uh, YouTube. This video has uh, under 3,000 views and uh, four comments. Uh, a music and fashion impresario, Scott Lips, is the drummer for Courtney Love. Ah, that's yeah. why Michael Imperioli has a band. I assume that he also drums for Michael Imperioli. There, there you go. go. Makes sense. Okay. All right. Well, now that we figured out that mystery. Lips. This. Service. <laughs> Yuck. This Johnny drama. Somebody's Johnny. Look, what is the drummer of whole other than a Johnny drama? Yeah, no. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Well, all right. Let's you play. had dreams at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now you're Courtney Love's drummer. Yeah. Making a little money on the side playing for Michael Imperial, his <laughs> vanity project. <laughs> Yikes, dude! That's his. That's his. Uh, you think we can get Michael Imperioli on show with yeah. uh, Andrew Dice Clay? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, think, you, you think we can get Michael Imperioli on if we just talk to him about his band? Yes. God damn it! Probably. Can we also talk to him about tequila? I gotta talk about something I care about. Is he all right? So I know he was the spokesman for uh, that one when he like. Oh put yeah, yeah, his yeah. Feet He doesn't the... have a tequila. Do <laughs> you don't think he got points on that? I think it was fucking Cuervo sixteen hundred. No, it was the one where pull you, it up. Okay, just if you put in Michael Imperioli tequila commercial. By the way, just ripping off the fucking world's most interesting man, but dumb and Italian. No, it was it was it was honestly like uh, yeah, trying to be uh, trying to be like a tough guy. It, yeah, it was very asinine. That was the thing. Um, yeah, this but I think bad. that might be the inflection point for tequila becoming as popular as it is. Yeah. Well, no, I don't know because Patron. Like, I think here I'll, I'll show you the thing because okay. it was uh, it was yeah, like it Patron. Cuervo eighteen hundred is what really got it off. So wait, it's this is Jose Cuervo. I think it is. I don't know about you, but it has eighteen hundred. I really like tequila, but I didn't know Cuervo. Oops. Eighteen hundred tequila. Oh, it's just 18. Okay, it's just called 1800. Yeah. Then I'm wrong. Um, so I was like, yeah, I don't know, dude. They had the shot top bottle, which is pretty sick. Yeah, I guess. 
I liked I liked eighteen hundred when it came out, but like I think it was what it was. You weren't drinking when it came out. Yeah, it was when Patron came out. What you stopped drinking when you were how old? Nineteen, and you're fifty two. Okay, so what I think it was, um, <laughs> prick. What I think it was, uh, honestly, going back to Entourage, mm-hmm. Avion Tequila. Okay. Like I remember that was like a big oh, yeah. that was like a massive thing. Like they they spent a ton of money to be like the sponsor for that season and then it actually hit the market and people were like, "Oh shit, it's fucking Turtles Tequila." And they actually went out and bought it. And like I feel like that with Patron going up at the same time, this 1800 came on the market and then fucking uh celebrities started making Well, I guess tequila. I just I just remember I remember being in LA like 6 years ago and Somebody was drinking tequila soda, and I'm being like, gross. You're drinking well tequila and seltzer? That's the grossest combination of fucking things I've ever heard in my life. The fuck is wrong with you? And now, that's all anyone drinks. By the way, that's what we should be selling in cans. First person to come out with a canned tequila soda? Woo! You only need one flavor. Lime. That's it. That actually does... How are we not doing that? High noon, but tequila? Somebody must have done that. Siesta? Um, what would it be called? So it's like a tequila spritzer? Tequila soda. Tequila seltzer. Yeah. That's what it would be. Um, yeah, somebody has it. Uh, Viva. Oh, Corona. Oh, okay, good. Uh, High noon has a tequila seltzer as well. Okay. Does, uh, uh, does Topo Chico have one? They just have a regular boozy seltzer i don't know they got uh yeah this one spark oh hornitos has one okay good i haven't seen any of these pretty sick damn I dude i don't want mamitas we were so that. close to market yeah we could have done it dude we were so close We could have done it yeah it's just uh, it's just that movie knocked up all over again yep yeah um so <laughs> let's, let's let's hear about michael imperioli's favorite italian restaurants that, in New York City. by the way just want to point out that was one of my favorite bits Mm-hmm. in Knocked Up was like for half that movie they have you thinking like oh my god like is this secretly like a, a you know like a backdoor pilot yeah. for the like the guys who made Mr. Skin movie <laughs> and, and it turns out like like I thought we were living in a world where Mr. Skin didn't exist in Knocked Up okay um, and that was going to be like the 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 bit and mm-hmm. the bit was it was there the whole time that yeah. was such a fun swerve it's, it, it is a weird thing that in an internet existing world, you mm-hmm. don't Google <laughs> if your, your idea. Exists. Yeah. <laughs> your, your idea that, yeah, is, yeah. It's <laughs> fucking crazy. Uh, all right. So, this Imperial list, I wanted you to take a look at this mm-hmm. um, and deliver me both your top five, right? And also, <sighs> my top me- five Italian restaurants in New York City. I don't even know how many of them are still open. I don't go out for Italian food. Like, I. I mean, do you know you know my rule about Italian food, right? What's that? So I will go get Italian food occasionally. My brother wants me to take him to Italian restaurants when he wants to go eat. But my dad always had this rule when we were kids. We owned an Italian restaurant. So my dad had this rule where it was like, if we are not at work, we are not get, if we are going to a restaurant, we are never going to an Italian restaurant. He goes, because like, here's the thing. It might be better. It might not be better. But it's the same. He's like, if we're going out to eat, you're expanding your culinary horizons. All right, fair enough. Which, I'll be honest, pretty open-minded for, at the time, a 60-year-old Italian man (laughs) in the 1990s. Yeah, but that also is a, there's also a flip side of like, 
How the fuck am I giving my competitors any business? That's not what it was. Okay. It was literally just, we're going to go get Chinese food because I'm sick of red sauce. Yeah. All right. That's <laughs> totally fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So maybe the top restaurants of an Italian. <laughs> sure. I mean, I've eaten at plenty of Italian restaurants, but it's like, yeah, we'll, we'll figure this out. Let's, let's see what he has got to say. In New York. Lucali's Pizza. Okay. Not Brooklyn. bad. That's really good. I'm not waiting on fucking line for uh, that fucking Danico. place. Danico's really good. Never been there. It's on Mulberry Street. La Carota. Pause it. Pause it. Nothing on Mulberry Street is good. Just going to throw that out there. Nothing in literally is good other than occasionally a good spoiletel. I literally went to dinner in... Where? Uh, somewhere on Mulberry Street not long ago. What was the name of the place? I don't remember. It was good, though. Did Alex like it? Yes. She loved More it. More or less than you liked it. And was she just happy that you took her there? <laughs> no, no, no. She really liked it. She picked it. I mean, we just, we literally just got out of the car. Uh-huh. We, we and just walked into a place. Yeah. And it was good. Yeah. What'd you get? Uh, veal parm. Right. I'm guessing. I don't remember, honestly, but I think it was veal parm. I think it's a good guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, let's watch some more of these. It's really great. Pomonte's is a really good restaurant. Pomonte's is very good. They invented the chicken parm. Did they? Yes. Huh. It's a really, really good one. And there's a restaurant uh, that I've been going to lately that's really good called Academia. It's a new one that's really good. I don't know. I just wrote all those. But I bet it's good. Yeah. I'll tell you, I like, uh, you know, I, I, I thought I was going to shit all over this list because I thought it was going to be like a lot of highfalutin places. He had Bamantes on there. I'm going to give him that. You got to put Bamantes on there. Well, that's the thing. That's another thing. He's like, did he just say that? Because he knew he had to throw a fucking... I'm like, I'm shocked he didn't throw, like, Rayos on there. <laughs> no, no, no. That's just... You're, you're, you you automatically... If you throw Rayos on... You automatically throw yourself under the bus as a hack. Fair. Like... Montes is the Rayos for non-hacks. It, it's, the, it's the sleeper... Yeah, it's the same thing. Now, I'll go this far as, like... A restaurant like that that isn't that place that I would sooner eat at is Ortobello's in fucking Bensonhurst, which is tiny, tiny little place. Same family running the place for fucking ever. Portions are, you would love this place, Mike. The food is, first of all, amazing. Uh, veal parm, sick. Portions, Mike, I've seen you eat. I don't think you're finishing both an appetizer and an entree at this place. So what Alex and I typically do... We'll go out, skip the appetizer. And then you eat two entrees. <laughs> we'll get three entrees. We'll split. Alex will have four fucking bites. <laughs> and then you will eat three entrees. No, no. When she was pregnant, she was eating just as much as me. How's baby? <laughs> we haven't done this in a while. Okay. We'd probably do an appetizer and an entree each. If you guys want to fucking drive out to Bensonhurst one day. What's the name of this place again? Ortobello. We can all, we'll all go. Get my girlfriend outside. If you guys trick me into going apple picking, I'll fucking stab all three years. <laughs> Dude, that's the move. Oh my god, we do dinner now, and we schedule By the way, a date I can't for apple picking. I can't believe. <laughs> By the way, knowing you forever, <laughs> knowing you for a long time now, and knowing how much you secretly, not so secretly, love foiling me. <laughs> I remember I, 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 I thought about this yesterday for some reason. <laughs> I remember I had this whole bit planned, and my computer died, and I had all this stuff ready to go, 
and just the delight on your face that I could not do this bit that I worked very hard on in the studio. I, I'm surprised you haven't gotten my girlfriend's phone number from fucking Stanley or Zach or somebody who hasn't. Then fucking call, texted her and be like, hey, this is Mike. Do you really want to fucking ruin Chris's day? Knowing that she would probably also be into this. Well, Chris, until right now, I had no idea Zach had her number. I am comfortable probably, enough with Zach to ask I him. I think probably Lewis has it as well. Really? I, either Lewis or Dave, maybe? Mm. Ralph, maybe even? Why would Ralph have that? Ralph and Lewis have explicit instructions, if I die, to send my girlfriend a check. Okay. And no one else. Sick. Yeah. And they had both promised that they would do it. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I guess they would need a number for that. Yes. Um, now, what would, you, what would you say is your favorite Italian restaurant? Uh, so I was going to say, if you're going to do one of these, uh, like a place in Williamsburg, I would do Patricia's over, over Bermont. Patricia's is, that's the original one, isn't the one in Williamsburg, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, if the anybody doesn't know. The stinks. No, it's not great. Stanley got sick after we ate, me and him and Johnny ate there. It's fine. It's also like an inexpensive dinner in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Um, but I would throw a fancy fucking Italian plate. Like, um, I used to love, this is actually, it would be a dark horse and it's gone, but, um. Michael White, who obviously, uh, Maria had two Michelin stars. He did uh, Osteria Marina. I, I think the first fine dining restaurant I went in in Manhattan that was like um, a newer place that wasn't just like, you know, Peter Luger's or something was um, his first restaurant. Alto was his first restaurant. They had the motorized wine rack that was like, it was the largest wine rack right. in the history of fucking America or something. Um, that was the first fancy restaurant I went to as uh, an adult with like, I think I went there. Somebody wanted me to write a blog for some company, and I didn't do it, but I did get a free meal. So it was pretty fucking <laughs> sweet. It was pretty sweet. Um, uh, but uh, I would put like a Maria on there, or, or he had a Costata was his steak place, which was an Italian place. Like all the sides, it was fucking amazing. You would fucking love this shit. It was uh, Tuscan dry aged beef, but then it's Michael White, so it's, he's known for his pastas. So you can get all the pastas as sides. Every pasta on the fucking menu, instead of ordering as a pasta, you can get as a side. So instead of fucking mashed potatoes, you're getting a gnocchi. It was... Dude... Dog, this sounds like a drink. And can you get multiple pasta sides? Yeah. You can get as many as you want. What? So I'm talking about... And the steak was so good that I went there with two guys. And uh, we got the steak. We got a, a, a tomahawk for three. And then uh, the waitress came over. You guys want to order some dessert? And we'd go, uh, uh, we're going to get the sirloin for two. And then we ate a, another steak. <laughs> that was the dessert. That was, we might have also gotten ice cream. But <laughs> double steaks. That was, I, if that place was still open, that might be on my, that might make it onto my top five Italian restaurants. Um, I think I would even just throw on Leone's, even though it's a sandwich place, because I think the sandwich is so synonymous with Italianness, okay, I think almost more so than pizza, and I know that that sounds crazy. I mean, I, I feel like the number one thing, the first thing I learned about pizza when I was a kid, uh, is that turtles love it. Yes, two that with uh, jelly beans and chocolate sauce, but no anchovies. Uh huh. 
Uh, no, it's that, um, it's that, uh, fuck. Damn. It was the first thing you forgot about pizza too, Mike. Dog, you just, uh, oh, that the Chinese invented it. So yeah, I would say sandwich. What? That's pasta, you fucking idiot. No, I think it was pizza. Are you, there's no way. I'm like 99% sure on this one. Look it up. Okay. There's no way Chinese, first of all, let me ask you a question. When's the last time you had some Chinese bread, Mike? I don't know. You're telling me if you pull up a fucking picture of a scallion pancake, I am going to fucking throw a beer through the window. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, do, 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 did pizza actually originate in China? Okay. Seems uh, like probably not. The answer is uh, yes and no. Uh, the origins of pizza have been discussed, but most anyone knows pizza came from Italy. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Chinese origins of pizza theory. Okay, when Marco Polo. Okay. Uh, see, you see, scallion pancake. That's not a pizza. That's a flat thing. This is like saying, okay, what came first, pierogies or pork fried dumplings? Uh, or meat vienicky. You know, pierogies have meat in them sometimes too. These are all things that just manifest in places. Did they not have bread in Italy before he went to fucking... Not, yeah, and you know what happens when you have bread for a while? You start fucking around with it. Maybe you flatten it out, put something on it. You know what? You've been putting cheese on this bread, but we don't really... We're not firing up this oven twice because it takes fucking 14 fucking fig leaves or whatever the fuck we're using in his fucking Italians at this time. So maybe what we do... You know what would be good? If You know when you leave this cheese out and it starts getting a little soft? Maybe if we fucking just put it right on the fucking thing. on the Right on the dough. But it's like, oh, but, you know, then the cheese is going to cook fast. You know what? We're going to make it thin then. We can't make a whole fucking loaf of bread. You know what I'm saying? Smart. Yeah. And I'll tell you this. Here's something, because the Chinese keep getting uh, uh, credit for various Italian things. Did you know this? Uh, uh, fish sauce, used in a lot of uh, uh, Asian cooking, not really Chinese, more a Vietnamese thing, invented Roman Empire. Hmm. Crazy. It's almost like they were, you know, trading partners for a bit. Yeah, it's almost like that's how food used to work. <laughs> hey, you know, this would be pretty good on this thing that we do over there. <laughs> like, like, even if, like, the scallion pancake is what led to pizza, right? It, not really that close. And also, what is the name? What's that Hungarian thing? The langos, which is just fried dough? You ever have one of those? No. There's a fucking place, there's another place in fucking Brooklyn, place Corzo. It's a uh, Austrian or Hungarian place. They do the fried dough thing, but there's a burger in the middle. That's pretty sick. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, definitely going to kill me if I keep eating them, but <laughs> very good. Um, I could talk about food for fucking seven hours. I, whenever I start going on this... It becomes a. Pr- I forget that I used to be fat, because now I like don't. I'm like, no, I've beaten my food addiction. But now I'm going. Now you see how bad this is. I can just do a whole food podcast. Yeah, we should do a podcast. Here's, here's the thing: bring Zach back in, where I get fat and he loses weight, but he gets to watch me eat all the food that he would like to eat. I like it. Yeah, I think he'd be into it. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's our favorite Italian restaurants. Moving on. We've been speaking about greasy Italians. Mike, what is up with this groping case in Italy? Uh, people were, were, there was some groping going on. So, 
What is this that this judge said? Uh, so a uh, a sixty uh, something year old man. Mm-hmm. Um, he uh, came out and said uh, that the um, he groped like a, a I think it was a sixteen year old girl. Uh, the girl had him, uh, you know, tried to press sex. Sixteen year old girl. Sixteen year old girl. What's the age of consent in Italy? Um, I don't know. Let me look it up. Probably it was probably you know not a consent thing, but it was a sexual assault thing. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, "No, nah, it was just a joke." Um, the judge who, oh, 14 is the age of consent in Italy. Christ. Uh, and that's a spicy meatball. 14. Dog. It rises to 16. It really is the Puerto Rico of fucking Europe. Dog. It rises to 16 when one participant is in a position of authority uh, or influence over the other, i.e. teacher, clergyman, mm-hmm. um... Teacher slash clergyman. Additionally, uh, it is illegal to perform sexual acts when an individual is under 14 is present to witness them, even if said minor does not participate. That's a weird thing to have to put in. Yeah. Uh, even if you're not fucking this kid, you better not fuck near him. Mm-hmm. That is a crazy thing. to ha- Like, here's the thing. This is how laws work. That means somebody had to go and be like, no, I didn't fuck that kid. I just made him watch me fuck somebody else. <laughs> it's crazy. There's nothing illegal about that. So this guy tried to grope a, a 16-year-old girl. He successfully groped a 16-year-old si- But only once. Uh, yeah. And, and what was the judge's ruling? The judge's ruling is that because it was under 10 seconds, um, it probably was just a joke. This is the uh, more than two shakes is a jerk of, of yeah. forceful touch. Hold on. I, you got to read this actual ruling to me. <laughs> okay. I need to hear the wording. I mean, I, 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 first in the original Latin. Uh, nope. I need to hear the actual um, fucking wording for this judgment for this guy. Because th- this is fucking insane. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. Also, perhaps, just maybe... Andrew Cuomo got a, was correct in saying that it was cultural. Uh-huh. Um, so it says the judge ruled uh, that groping does not constitute a crime because it lasted less than 10 seconds per BBC News. Contral ruling is caused up. Oh, of course the BBC News would say that. Yeah. I subscribe to that website. Uh. <laughs> oh, wait, is it just her titty? I thought you were Yeah. He grabbed her titty off. What, I don't understand what happened. Digital posted videos on social media under 10-second hash. Oh, because they're just making fun of it. Um, furthermore, it seems likely that the brushing of the buttocks was caused by an awkward maneuver of the defendant, which, due to the dynamics of the action, was carried out while the subject was in motion. What? Hold on. The ruling said that while the teenager's account was credible, the modalities, I'm going to need the definition of modalities, of the gesture left margins of doubt on the voluntary nature of the violation of the girl's sexual freedom, considering the very nature of touching the buttocks, 
for certainly minimal time, given that the whole action is concentrated in a handful of seconds. The judge ruled the grope lasted between 5 and 10 seconds. Well, between 5 and 10 seconds, that's a fucking big window when we're talking about it. So if it's 11 seconds, it's a problem. 9 seconds, fine. That's what the judge That is pretty much. how the judge ruled. Uh, so she described walking up a staircase class with a friend when she felt her trousers fall down, a hand touching her buttocks, wait, wait, and wait, grabbing wait, wait. her underwear. He, he pantsed her? He pantsed her and then grabbed her butt. Yeah. yeah. All right, if he pantsed her, <laughs> there, there is no way. You can't pants a lady. He was 66. She was 17. <sighs> she was 16. She was 16. Um, does not constitute a crime because it lasted less than 10 seconds. Sam Cooke is also 16 in that song, right? I, I would assume. I think so. Probably not. He says, and I was too young to know, but that is pretty nebulous. Yeah, I mean, he could be 19, being like, I'm too be young 23. to know. I shouldn't fuck a 16 year old. Yeah. Could be 66 for all we fucking know. <laughs> um, so, how do you pull a lady's pants down by accident? I've only ever done that on purpose. So, I, I don't think. And it usually takes a lot of work. They're he, fucking snug. I don't think he was saying it was an accident. I think he was saying it was a joke. That's not a joke. Is it his niece? Which I don't know if it makes it worse or better. Uh, No, uh, I think it was a teacher. It says a caretaker. What? (laughs) It says caretaker. Well, that could mean a lot of things. Yeah, but he was taking care of business. That's all right. She was walking up a staircase with her friend, and it says in the sentence above, she's a student at a Rome high school. So, I mean, where are you going to be walking up a staircase with your oh, friend? Oh, he's a creepy janitor? I think. <laughs> How the fuck does a judge side with this? She was asking to be groped. She was wearing pants. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he wouldn't have groped her buttocks if she was wearing a schoolgirl outfit in a skirt. Right. You know... Because he, since he could see her ass already, he wouldn't have had to... See, that's the thing. The accident happened. Once he pulled her pants down, then she flinched her ass right onto his thumb. It enveloped his entire thumb, and then he rubbed it under his nose and started zig-hiling around. See, it was a joke. He was Poop Hitler. It was a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does constitute It's It's because... Uh, uh, well, to be fair, if he had done that, we would all know it was a joke. If he had actually fingered her... The fact that he just touched her ass for 9.8 seconds to make this as uh, uh, legal as possible proves he was being a creep. If he had stuffed his entire thumb up this girl's ass, given it a couple of jiggles, and then put some poop under his nose, and then said, I'm fucking Adolf Schittler, now where are we? That's, now, that's a joke. That's, that's clearly a joke. a joke. Yeah. That's clearly a joke. Yeah. Now, if he had left that thumb up there 10.1 seconds, I mean, it's rape again. monster are you? Yeah, yeah. What kind of horrible... No amount of Adolf Schittler <clears throat> gassing the Jews. Get it? Get gassing it? Gassing the Jews. Gassing the Jews. I hate you. No, because he would have gas because uh, it's from yeah, the butt, you it. see. Mm-hmm. Uh, the judge ruled the grope lasted between five and ten seconds and was therefore too fleeting to be considered a crime. Too fleeting. 
What a romantic way to describe assault. Dude. Dude, they just know how to make everything sound sexy in Italy. <laughs> it, it was a fleeting moment of ass grabbery. Her, her, you know, I thought it was actually a fresh mozzarella crammed in to the wrapper. I thought, I thought there was a, and then I tasted it. We just, I lick for, it was only 3.2 seconds. And then I go, oh, it's a salted mozzarella. It was a hot day, you see. Get it? Right. So maybe that was... Way to no-sell that joke. All right, good. Thanks, Sorry, Mark. sorry. We're sorry, doing sorry. a show here. I'm sorry. I was reading uh, about uh, the, 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 the particulars of the case. The judge added, furthermore... Uh, okay, it seems likely you... you um, I just read that part. The awkward maneuver of the defendant was due to dynamics that was carried out while the subject was in motion. So yes, obviously the subject saying, was in motion. At the very least... Here, here, so this is the thing. Think about it this way. Think about it this way, Mike. Your pants get pulled down. What is the first thing you do when your pants get pulled down? You bend over to pick up your pants. If the unintentional groping happened as this person was bending over to pull up their pants, does that not seem intentional? Uh, look, if he pantsed her, and that was the bit, mm-hmm. the bit was I pantsed you. Okay. And then I accidentally touched your ass when you tried to your pick ass. your own pants up because you would bend over to grab them. Right. It's like, ah, I was messing with you. I pantsed you. Sorry. I accidentally, this weekend, or mm. not this this weekend, this week, while, just while I was seating for the mm. cutting room, seating people. You pantsed and raped one of our fans. <laughs> I accidentally. I accidentally stuck my cock. It wasn't even a girl. I would say I brushed maybe three boobs and certainly at least a butt or two. How long? Less than 10 seconds. I'm not a criminal. All right, good. Come on, man. I'm going to get you a fucking stopwatch for the next <laughs> time we run one of these specials. Mm-hmm. But, uh, first of all, I don't even know that that's necessarily true. Also, you know what you hadn't done right before you did that? Like, if you brushed a boob, you literally went, here's your seat, and then turned around quickly, correct? Yes. Yes, okay. You didn't... Uh, uh, Rip the woman's blouse off and then fall. And then as she went, oh, no, fall forward and go (laughs) for 9.9999 seconds. Uh, And then go, that was the bit. (laughs) Yeah, dude, can we just. You ever been in a Mercedes? (laughs) Can we just motorboat bitches now with a stopwatch in hand? In Italy. Dog, why are we not going to Italy? Just, Just a motorboat? motorboat bitches. Dude. <laughs> I honestly, Alex wants to go to Italy so bad. Just tell her if you go, it's for the motorboating. I'm she can you. do whatever she wants. Didn't yeah. she just go to Italy? Yeah. I fucking hate Italian people. <laughs> have, I, have I mentioned how much <laughs> I fucking hate Italian people? Did she just go to Italy for like two weeks? It was like 10 days. Go somewhere else! She really liked it. Dog, she 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 hooked up with me and was like, "Yeah, let's get married." <laughs> like she likes what she likes. <laughs> Don't try to show her new things. You are the opposite I'll of what it. I assume Italy is. <laughs> it's a lot of rich history, <laughs> cuisine. I assume tight pants. I mean, you got that. <laughs> Fucking just go to another place. She does. She just want to show you Italy. Yeah. Okay, that uh, is, that's at least kind of 
cute. You're going to have to pay for it, though, right? Obviously. Yeah. Do you want to go to Italy? I want to go motorboat some titties. You know what? Throw this out there? You can do that pretty much anywhere. Yeah? You, you could pay to motorboat anything. You pay, sure. You're on vacation. Treat yourself, Mike. Yeah, but it's like a two-for-one deal, right? Yeah, but here's I the thing. Free motorboats. You go to one Italy. of these you go to one of these cheaper countries. You go to like a fucking Colombia or something. Right? The trip is so much cheaper. Everything you're doing is so much cheaper. You got a little extra motorboat cash in your pocket. That is true. And the exchange rate's in your favor. You know, now Italy's in the Eurozone. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let me talk to... I'll, I'll run this by Alex. Yeah, yeah. Where are you going to motorboat next, you know? Yeah. You go to Machu Picchu, motorboat up there. Dude, fucking... It's very spiritual. It's like, it's like Russell Crowe when he fought the tugboat around the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just motorboating. <laughs> it's motorboating. a motorboat. You take a motorboat to motorboat? Yeah, dude. Oh, dude. I almost wonder if that's how it got called, motorboating, is because the f- first guy who had bitches on a motorboat was like... Oh, you like my motorboat? Do you like this one? <laughs> That's got to be it, right? I think it was the thing where he's like, oh, we're officially in international waters. <laughs> yeah, that is an international waters move. <laughs> I can do it for 10.1 seconds out here. <laughs> yeah, there's no shot clock in international yeah, yeah. waters. Yeah, <laughs> dude, dude the, shot, the groping shot clock, is <laughs> the pitch clock, just is so fucking funny. Oh, God. Yeah, but go somewhere else. Do you, all right, this is a weird question. Like, do you actually have interest in going to Italy, or do you just want to go on a vacation? I feel like you would hate Italy. Why? They hate fat Americans. Okay. Uh, that aren't women. Uh, and um, seems like a lot of walking. Yeah, I like the walking part. You like the walking part. Yeah, I love it. On cobblestone. I, dog, I You're going to roll your ankle. I put in... 40,000 steps, I think, over the three days we filmed the the specials. You're going to roll your ankle day one. And then you're going to fucking lay in bed eating fucking pastries. That sounds incredible. <laughs> I mean, honestly, Chris, what other than rolling my ankle, what part about that doesn't sound great? You can lay in bed and eat pastries here. Yeah. But in Italy, I can be like, hey, we're in Italy. You have to suck my dick. That's true. It is Italy. Right? You have to suck my dick. Mm-hmm. If you don't, I get, to gro- I get to pants you and then grope you in public for up to 10 seconds. So you better suck my dick unless you want to be embarrassed on this trip. Right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Those are the options. Yeah. I think we got, we got this taken care of. Moving I think on. so. All right, Mike. You want to talk about a friend? We should talk about our friend. We should talk about our friends over at YoKratom.com. Our friends at YoKratom.com are the home of the $60 kilo. When people said, I'm not going to sponsor Chris's show, why would I do that? I'm not going to do that. Chris is fucking crazy. He says the N-word in the first 30 seconds of a show. It's like five minutes. Whatever. (laughs) It could happen. He didn't even wait 10.1 seconds. (laughs) <laughs> Yo Kratom said Throw some Kratom on that bitch Let's take care of this The home of the $60 kilo Takes care of us And if you love Kratom Which I know you do I can see you people That's right I'm watching you right now I know Even if you've never tried Kratom I know you will like it I can see you You're a person And everyone loves Kratom 
especially when it's $60 a motherfucking kilo. Right, Mike? Yes. Who doesn't like $60 kilos? You know, a little enthusiasm. What, are you planning your fucking Italian vacation over there? No, I'm getting texts about shows that I just... I... What show? BYM. Mike Harrington and his amazing karate friends. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> they haven't found out about that yet, have they? They never will. You, you probably, hear that? You want? You probably want to edit that out of this. Ad read, Michael. And they never will. Yeah, I'll help you out. <laughs> now, if you need help forgetting, go to yokratum.com, the home of the $60 kilo, and get yourself a kilo of kratom or get some pills and eat like 40 or 50 of those. Don't do that. I'm joking. This is a comedy podcast. But... If you take enough Kratom, you will we'll start forgetting things. It's, it's crazy. It's like getting punched in the face every time. Just, But it's pretty good. Go to YoKratom.com. $60 kilos. Moving on. All right. We got to talk about this fucking... Uh, 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 we're, t- we're talking about the groping. We got to talk about this... Uh, what's this? This is a sex trafficking movie. Yes. And it's uh, uh, Jim Caviezel, who played oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Now he's sex trafficking Jesus. Uh, what? Is that what this is? Sex trafficking Jesus? Yeah. No. They put these two loaves in your fish. (laughs) Got them. He's saving people from sex trafficking. He's saving them from sex trafficking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole movie's about, um, like, apparently a sex trafficking ring in Colombia. Hmm. Um, so, uh, I did, I sent you this. Okay, yeah, you, you sent me, yeah, 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 pull up the thing that you sent me, because this is, I haven't seen this movie, I'm not, is this one of these, um, um, the Gina Carano movie type shit? I don't, it's like in that same vein. But it's not the, it's not the Daily Wire. No, I don't think it's done by that production company. Okay. If, you know what, if I had to guess, probably Mel Gibson's production company. Mm. I don't know, though, I will look into that. Okay, so, child sex trafficking rife in Colombia's picturesque Cartagena. Uh, is one, uh, uh, what, what is the date on that article from The Guardian? Uh, that is uh, Sunday, uh, December 23rd, 2018. And Okay, 2018, so five years ago. Yeah. And then uh, Sound of Freedom, the QAnon-adjacent thriller Seducing America. Jim Caviezel stars a hero trying to stop child, traffic, s- stop child traffickers in a paranoid new movie. And then they uh, uh, point out, the person who made this meme points out he leads a unit to Colombia. Now, here's the thing. Uh, uh, this is what has always kind of bugged me about bipartisan politics. Is that as soon as a thing becomes a thing, like, when people say you're espousing, uh, we've talked about this on the show, the example we gave a while ago was a, uh, if you're if you if you're talking in any way about like maybe we shouldn't have expanded NATO or this and that Ukraine war, they go that's Putin talking points. But those same people, when it was a Democrat thing, were espousing Bin Laden talking points two days after 9/11, saying this was largely blowback. Which I agree with both of these points of view. Not agree with, but I can see all of these points of view. I do believe 9/11 was largely caused by blowback. But we'll edit that out for the clip. Um, this. Um, 
like this it is a weird thing so i saw before you even sent me this i saw this debate going on on like even like reddit different parts of the internet where people going when did child sex trafficking a thing that in 2018 we all were aware was a fucking problem yeah we were like uh the coney 2012 thing yeah that was about like well it was about child soldiers but it was like essentially they were you know, they weren't, it wasn't sex trafficking, but they were being fucking held against their will. But, like, child sex trafficking is a thing that is, like, known, like, usually associated with, like, Asia more than even South America. It was a thing, but it's like, so because a conspiracy theory that is right-wing exists that happens to play on these fears, that's what conspiracy theories do. Whether this is real or not, that's what conspiracy theories, even, like, fake or real ones, conspiracy theories play on fear. Right? Like, whether it is true or not, they all just play on fear or else they would not catch traction. Fear sells. That does not change the fact that we know that child sex trafficking happens. <laughs> like, we are all very well aware that this is a thing that exists in the fucking world. Yeah. Feel free to make a fucking movie about it. Uh, yeah, but I think the line of demarcation was Pizzagate. That's where it all changed. Yeah. Pizzagate. Well, because, so Pizzagate was a thing. Which apparently caused by Asians. What? What? Uh, <laughs> they, um, they, uh, so that directly linked the, like, higher ups in the Democratic Party to mm. a child sex trafficking ring. Um, and it was a oh, theory that became popular on QAnon message boards. Sure. Right? So it's one of those things where it's like, I don't know. There's part of me that looks at it and is like, okay, so we all knew it was a problem five years ago mm -hmm. uh, when it could be a liberal talking point to be like, see what these evil people on the right are doing. Well, we need to... But as soon as the left... Well, we need to let these people into the country so that they don't get sex trafficked. Right. And then we assume because they're young and brown, they will vote Democrat. Right? Like that's the That was that argument. Sure. Sure. But now that uh, now that it's associated with the left, okay, they're like, oh, now that people are accusing. First of all, I'm going to throw this out there. Uh, 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 I don't think pedophilia has a political affili affiliation. Like, I think it is a truly evil thing that exists in humans. True, but I think... But also, didn't Matt Gates just get in trouble for fucking trafficking minors across state lines? I Matt Gates is that his name? The guy with the fucking hair. No, I think it is Gates, And he, he did some weird stuff, but I don't remember if it was... I think it was... He got in trouble for child, it. He did not get in trouble for it, but I think it was a 16-year-old girlfriend that he brought across state lines explicitly to have sex with in a state where it was illegal to have sex with a 16-year-old. I believe that was the thing. Uh, so, I mean, that is a Republican congressman. And that was always the criticism of the QAnon fucking Pizzagate stuff is going, hey, like, this is smoke and mirrors, but this guy did this thing. Yeah. Also, I'll be honest, you know, uh, apparently what he did was illegal, but the thought of just being like, let's bring this bitch to Kentucky. <laughs> I mean, game recognized game. <laughs> I don't approve of it. <laughs> um, But... It's just, who the f I don't know, so I guess it's because the actual thing is probably this. Clickbait is a two-way street, right? You're either, 
You're either creating an article for the person you're shitting on to click it because they're angry or the person who hates them because you've been telling them to hate them for a long time clicks on it to further have their opinion bolstered. And it works both ways. Like, I'm sure a good amount of people that are right-wing people clicked an article like that. For example, someone told me they were on the phone talking to their mother. Someone. Uh, and then then they said, what, is, what was it that they said to me, Mike? Uh, uh, that... You know, uh, your your father was out watching that movie that everybody's talking about. Mm -hmm. Your retired police officer father was out watching that movie that everyone is talking about. And most people would not know what that is. <laughs> but the person I was talking to, <laughs> who I may or may not be talking to right now, who said I was not allowed to talk about this on the show, uh, 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 uh. Knew exactly what that person was talking about because the their mother, uh, uh, Martha Harrington. Uh, <laughs> I have Batman's parents' names. Yes. Sick. Well, no. Batman's dad's name is Thomas. This oh, is an right. edible Batman situation. Right, right, right. With your parents. Bad. Yes. Martha Harrington. Uh, 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 she uh, uh, is a right... She is a typically she's a Fox News watcher. Until they got rid of Tucker. Oh really? Now she's just on Twitter. I don't know. Well, you well, don't know where she's getting her information. I have probably no from idea. Jim Caviezel movies. <laughs> probably. <laughs> He's only made two. One's about Jesus and one's about child sex trafficking. She knows about the Lord and that the Lord need to help these kids. The Lord, lo oh Lord, somebody better help these children. That is Mike's mom. Every day. <laughs> uh, that's right. She sounds like that. That was not a racist voice. This is Mike Harrington's mother. Uh, Irish woman. Uh, this is her. Oh, Lord. We got to save these children's Lord. Every day. It's crazy. That was her review. She actually hosts in, uh, in North Carolina where she lives. She actually hosts... Uh, 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 a Siskel and Ebert style movie review syndicated show on the local network that comes on after the 11 o'clock news on Saturdays. And that is how she reviews every movie, but it's only this one movie. It's only Jim Caviezel movies. Can you pull up his IMDb page? He had that CBS show for a while. What was that? God Friended Me? <laughs> no. Uh, I just know that that was a show on CBS. All of Us? Uh, Last of Us? There's a lot of shows that I don't watch. Yeah. If uh, it's not wrestling or fighting or... Dog, he's been in a lot of movies. Damn. Ed, I love that movie. He was one of the F-18... Wait a second. Hold on. Wait a second. The Rock. Wait a second. Wait a second. He was in Ed. That's the movie about the fucking chimpanzee in Major League Baseball. No. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> yeah, Jim Caviezel's done it. Oh my guy! Oh yeah, I mean he's got so Starting much range. Matt LeBlanc, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what Joey from Friends was doing in '96. Yeah. Dude, that was what he got. That was the movie he got after he was on Friends. '96, Friends was on the air. 
He was one of the most paid, highest paid actors in the world. And was like, you know what I got to do? This chimpanzee baseball movie. G.I. <laughs> Jane? The Rock? I don't even remember him being in The Rock. This is going to be my oh, he just plays and the Bear. Yeah. He just plays fucking F.A. He played. Yeah, no, he was one of the pilots who like flew in and almost blew up the rock. How terrible of a fucking part is this, though? In the movie Wyatt Earp, he played Warren Earp, one of the very lesser Earps. Dude, Warren Earp, holy shit! That's the champ of Earps. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's what? the Cooper Manning of the Earps. Yes. Okay. Well, he was in Bobby Jones, Stroke of... Okay, so what has he done since Passion of the Christ? That's that, actually... Okay, so since Passion of the Christ, Bobby Jones, uh-huh. Stroke of Genius. I don't know what that is. It was a Bobby Jones biopic. Um, okay. Uh, Deja Vu. Well, I don't know what that is. Uh, that was the the one with Denzel. It's like a cop. Man on Fire? I don't know. No. Deja was... Oh, he's a cop? It sounds like I have Deja Vu. Uh, it's a science fiction action film. I think it was like he... Oh, Tony Scott? Yeah. I have deja vu, Mike. <laughs> a Tony Scott Denzel Washington movie? What? Was your <laughs> words on the screen while people were talking? <laughs> Fucking stinks. Uh, okay, yeah, and then it did kind of slow down a little bit. Yeah. Um, Long Weekend? I don't know what that is. Yeah. That was just a hangover knockoff film <laughs> that came right to DVD. Genuinely might be. Um, Transit? No idea what that is. Escape Plus Savannah? Never heard of that. What uh, are these fucking Sweetwater? Dude, Sound of Freedom. That's the movie we're talking about, right? Sweetwater. Uh, yeah, I think that's Nat Clifton, the first African. Hold on, hold on. Go back. Sweetwater's coming out. Uh, first African American to sign a contract with the NBA. Written and directed by Martin Guigi, stars Everett. Oh man, he definitely just plays a racist sports writer. Correct. Most likely. But I am glad he is getting a movie where a black guy. Is gonna be triumphant. Yeah, I like that. Cause you know what's pretty funny? Like if you By the way, know, person of interest was the CBS show. Ah, uh, gotcha. Here's a here's a funny thing. Um just an aside, we'll get back to Jim Cabezel in a second. If you are running the NBA and you're like, all right, we gotta let black people in the NBA, right? Now you know that you are running a sport full of Jews, right? The NBA was largely Jewish people before they started letting black people in. You, you, you're following me here? Dude, you, the whole you're a sports team, historian. The whole first team NBA in the 1950s was Jews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, you got to kind of, if you, all right, you're trying to make this fucking brand jump off the ground. You've got a few years in before they said, right? Because they said, what is that, 1968? And the, the 50s is when the NBA started, right? Yeah. So they got a decade. Oh, you got over a decade of fucking NBA. So people are starting to get into this. They're like, all right, we can watch this fucking these fucking Jewish guys fucking doing something. Good for fucking them. Right? And they're watching this fucking thing. We never let them in baseball. We fucking want to let them do this. Good for fucking them. No. Sandy Koufax was a Jew. What Might year? Might have been later. Yeah. yeah. That's, right. that's the 70s, no? Yeah. Okay. So they're going, all right, good for these fucking Jewish guys. You're fucking... Now, if you're running the NBA, you go, fuck, we got to let black guys in. I've been to a park. This is going to be a fucking problem for all these fucking Owitzes over here. <laughs> Like, is your fucking thought going, all right, how do I find the worst black person at b- basketball? <laughs> yeah. How do I find the worst still tall and thin black basketball player in America? 
You know what I mean? Like it's like it's like reverse talent scouting. You know what I mean? Like you go to like a you go to like a park in fucking Chicago, right? Full court game running. Some guys got next. The one guy who you got you you sit there, you're scouting the game, but you're waiting for a guy to call next, somebody to call him a bitch ass, eh? And then go. <laughs> I think that's my next NBA star. <laughs> Is that what you do? For the first couple, and you kind of like let these Jewish guys know. You go, hey, look, just so you know, I found the worst one. (laughs) Old Sweetwater. Just letting you know, he's still better than all of you. Uh, uh, Downhill, you guys might want to go get real estate licenses. It's a (laughs) two-week course. I understand you're the only ones of your people that haven't gone to college. Uh, You might want to start inventing vaccines or something. Nobel Prizes, you see, I seem to win a lot of those. Million dollars. Way yeah. better than the NBA Spain in 1968. True. Honestly, until the players' union, way better. That's what I'm saying. Until they had collective bargaining. That's what I'm saying. Ugh. So Jim Caviezel, though, killing it, killing it, killing it, making Martha Harrington fucking hot and bothered watching these movies. Yeah, she didn't even go with your dad though. No, she just watched, streamed it at home on cam. Probably. Yeah. Not even fucking supporting the man. Well, you know. No, I'm sure she like you can. I'm I'm positive you can rent it VOD. Oh yeah, for sure. Your dad had to go see it on the big screen. Yeah, yeah, obviously he's got a he needs the he needs the surround sound. I like how she thinks that people are going to watch this fucking movie. How much money did this movie make? A lot of money. Did it? Yeah. When you say a lot of money, do you mean a little bit of money? Decent amount of money. Okay. Uh, Sound of Freedom. I mean, it was uh, it was the the second. Um, well, I bet it cost almost no money to make. Yeah. Uh, to date, uh, fifty three, nearly fifty four million dollars. It's made. What was the budget? Uh, Twenty million dollars. Doesn't say on here, but if I had to guess, probably. Because even I think that Gina Carano movie, which nobody fucking saw, made money. Did it really? $14.5 million budget. There you go. Yeah. So it made fucking ton of money. All right, moving on. We're talking all about the groping stuff. Oh, I got to talk about this other thing. Uh, who is this U Edwards gentleman? Uh, he is a Welsh journalist. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> uh, he was like the Dan Rather. Of uh, British news, right? Okay. Every fucking like 8 p.m. he'd be on. Okay, so he was on there, and then he got accused of groping a 16-year-old girl? No, not groping. Uh, he asked her for pictures. Oh, that's it. Yeah. And he got kicked off TV for asking her for pictures? So here's the thing. She was 16. Uh-huh. Uh, which is... What's the age of consent in... No, in- sorry. She was 17. Uh-huh. 16 is the age of consent. But you need to be 18 to send nudes. Oh, you can fuck them, but you're still sending child porn. So wait a second. Yeah, you—that's the most backwards ass fucking law I've ever fucking heard in my fucking life. You can fuck a 17 year old or a 16 year old, but if they text you a picture of their vagina, you're going to jail. Yes, that makes no fucking sense. It's very retarded. Uh, now I don't think you should be fucking 16 year old. How old was he? Uh, 66, I believe. 66. 61, sorry. 61 years old. You got to assume he must have known this was a law. Yeah, of course. Yeah. He's in the news. Yeah, and he works on the news. And 
He was pro- he probably did a news story when they passed this idiotic fucking nude law. Yes, probably. Yeah. Um, now, what if she just puts it in the cloud and you just get it? Like, what if she uploads a video to Pornhub but then makes it unlisted? I don't know if that's allowed. No, because, I mean, I guess if... Well, if you can prove that she sent you the link, then that's essentially the same thing. Because it's a link to her. It's a link to her thing, yeah. Mm. So, if somebody sends you nudes of a different... If a 16-year-old sends you pictures of an... Wait, is this actually just... This is not the spirit of the law, though. Is the actual law really just to protect... 16-year-old girls from sending 16-year-old boys nudes because they think they're in love, and then that 16-year-old boy obviously shows every single person they know? I don't know the spirit of the law for some English First of all, laws. sometimes we got to know... We got we to we gotta theorize the spirit of the law. You know what I mean? Sure. I mean, I guess that maybe that's, the, that's what they were thinking, but I will tell you that the actual law is that you can't transmit those kind of images. This guy for sure knew that. Guess how much he spent to get said images? 16-year-old girl, England, so she probably got fucked up teeth. 40 bucks. Hmm. Uh, try times it by 1,000. $40,000? And then add or- another 5,000. 45 pounds? Yeah. 45, that's a lot more than $45,000, isn't it? Maybe it was the conversion rate they were saying forty five thousand dollars, but it was a lot of money. Dollars. That's a lot of fucking money. That's like twenty seven thousand pounds. It's crazy. It's quite a bit of money, dude. So apparently the girl was like a teenage drug addict, and her parents say that the only way she was able to keep her drug habit going was selling nudes to this one guy. Right, dude. So that's he fucking like fucked her up bad. Should wait? Did he? Oh, so he was just... Because he was funding her drug habit, she was able to get worse and worse in the drugs. That's what the parents say. The girl is like, that's not how it went down exactly. But yeah, who knows? It's mostly, I just fucking really like $45,000 for what? Showing my pretty good fucking young snake. Like, it's like, right. this is the best I'm ever going to look. It's not you may good. as well be milking these fucking... teen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it ain't great. But it's the best it's ever going to look. Yeah. And I'm just going to fucking send it to this old man. And uh, he's going to give me some money. And bam. Yeah. That's pretty much the game plan, and God bless her for it. All right. So how do we feel about old you, Edwards? We're, we're fine with him. I mean, I don't like that he's, like, so uh, his wife is the one who broke the news. Okay. Which is the, like, not great part. Like, they don't say... They just said, like, in all the news stories said... Was she more hey, mad about the fucking nudes or the money? I don't know. That's the thing. Probably the money. I mean, I think I'd be more mad about the money. For sure. The amount of money. But also, how bad is your fucking pussy that your husband's willing to pay $45,000 to look at Junkie Snatch? (laughs) (laughs) She was probably using that thing as a sharps container. True. Fucking, what the fuck? Yeah, I would... I would never release that information. I'd be like, I don't want everybody to think my pussy's all gross. Like, what the fuck is wrong with that lady? God bless, dude. Moving on. Anything you want to talk about, Mike? 
No, I no. Do you need to wrap the show up? I don't need to. I don't need to wrap the show up. I just need to get this one thing done. What is and, the thing you're doing? Uh, I am writing a description for a show, and I'm getting hounded about it. Is the show High Society Radio? No. Is it Believe You Me with Michael Bisming? No. Those are the only two shows that matter. No, that's not the name of the show. The show is Mike Harrington and his amazing karate friends. Oh, oh, I see, I see. So now your amazing karate friends are very upset that you don't have a description. Here, I'll write the description no, live no, on no, air please. right now. Just on this episode of Mike <laughs> Harrington and his amazing karate friends, Mike talks to his two amazing karate friends, uh-huh. and then they talk about karate for a good hour and a half. They maybe zoom in with some other karate guy, and then, uh, isn't it? Boom, done. Got it. Brian says some conspiratorial shit. Boom. Did it. <laughs> Did the whole thing for you. Nailed it. I am fucking good at writing descriptions for fucking punk. You, I'm glad you did. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're posting it now? Yep. All right, good. What did you guys actually talk about on that show that doesn't need pr- promotion on this show? Uh, I mean, Cheeto getting a replacement fight for UFC 292. All right, good. I like Cheeto Barra. Um, uh, GSP coming back uh, out Is of he coming back again? for a grappling match. Just a grappling match. That doesn't really count. How do you feel about this whole Nganu fucking uh, Tyson Fury, but just it's really just a fucking show of force for it's fucking Saudi that. Arabia's wallet? Yeah, but I mean, realistically, it's a real boxing match. It's not an exhibition. It's not exhibition. It's under real boxing rules. Queensberry. Dog. Duchess of... Is that what it is? Duchess of Queensberry? Anything can happen. Well, when you got hands like that, Any, anything can happen. Anything can happen as long as it involves two people with gloves on only punching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. So punches like can no happen. Cake. Any punches can happen. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying, with a guy who swings hammers like fucking Francis Ngannou, mm-hmm. it's possible that he knocks him the fuck out. Yes, it is very possible. I don't doubt that at all. However... He is the Gypsy King. Yes. No one's denying that. Yeah. I mean, how could he possibly be knocked unconscious? I mean, I watched Deontay Wilder send him into the Shadow Realm before. And then wake and up just got back nine up. seconds later. You got to have some real bad insomnia <laughs> to get rocked that hard. Ugh. So you don't, you don't, you're not like annoyed by this fight? Also, how does this affect the PFL? What do you mean? He's not fighting the PFL until next year. Next season. Yeah. So he's allowed to take this one fight. Uh-huh. And I don't even think he's fighting in the season for the PFL. I think he's only fighting. He's just fighting fights? Yeah. He's fighting fights, and it's only going to be on pay-per-view. And in the PFL, uh, I think fighters get like 50% of the pay-per-view revenue. And then it's pulled. Main event gets the lion's share, and then it trickles imagine, down. Yeah. yeah. Like a fucking... Like any prize pool. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, that's fucking... I didn't know he was doing that. Did they do that? I thought they only did the fucking seasons. No. They do... Because uh, fucking... What's her name? Um, <clears throat> um, that girl. Uh, Kay Hansen. Kay mm-hmm. Har- Kayla Harrison. I think she only fought once last year. And it was on pay-per-view. Oh. Yeah. Like, they have, like, huh. a whole pay-per-view division... That fucking Jake Paul, either Jake or Logan Paul is signed to, and they're also planning to fight in 2024. I think it, I don't think Jake Paul is fighting MMA at all. He's no. sticking to boxing. No. I thought it was Logan Paul that was trying to MMA. 
No, ninety nine percent sure it's Jake Paul. No. Logan Paul is doing the realest shit. You know, ladder matches. Yeah, dude, he's getting it. Yeah, he's really fucking doing the whole thing. Damn, they must be paying him so much goddamn money. Oh yeah, he's legitimately the most famous person celebrity to ever do pro wrestling you like he, matches. You genuinely think? I mean, Bad Bunny. Maybe, I, maybe maybe Dennis Rodman in the nineties. Bad Bunny. Oh yeah, I get. Yeah, Bad Bunny might. Be I mean, more he, famous he did than a him. Real match, right? Yeah, he did. He did two real matches. That is true. He did do two real matches. So I Bad Bunny might be up there. Yeah, he's like the number one artist in America. Yeah, yeah, he's the number one recording artist. I think in the world currently. Right. Um, and he's like, "Yo, I'm just gonna go be a WWE superstar." Wouldn't you? Yeah. If you athletically could. Yeah. Why would you not do that? Just show up for the big fucking. Yeah. That sounds dope. Yeah, just whatever. Just get to do this thing that you love mm-hmm. once on the big... Like, it's not like... On the grandest stage of them all. Dude, it's not like you're fucking David Arquette bleeding out because Nick Kate, Nick Gage stabbed you with a fucking light tube. Although he was the world champion before that. Nick Gage was? Yeah. Well, like, Macaulay Culkin used to show up at... G. Um, what the fuck is the place... Not GCW. That's where Nick Gage fucking works. Um, XPW? No, it's the one in California that doesn't exist anymore that the Young Bucks used to be a part of. Uh, and uh, fucking the dick guy started. What the fuck is the name of it? I don't fucking know. GPW? Know, he was in uh, He was in Wrestling Isn't Wrestling. So, Who, uh, Macaulay Culkin? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He loves wrestling. He used to show up at like uh, California Indies and like do stuff, do spots and stuff. That's my shit, by the way. Shout out Max Landis. I know he got canceled, but that's my boy right now. Yeah, you were telling me you were watching. If anyone can explain to me what he got canceled for, please DM me. That's a genuine request. Was it just groping for more than 10 seconds? No, it was like it was a lesser crime than that even. It was like just gaslighting women and cheating. Oh, but it was when gaslighting women was really frowned upon. Right. By the way, (laughs) how the fuck are you ever getting anything done? Right. Like, honestly, have you spoken to a woman? Like, apparently... Uh, you can't fucking... You have to fucking, at some point, lie to him. So he would do some shitty things, like I heard. Like, he would pull out, like, pull out, like, a list of all the chicks who he'd fucked in front of the girl he was currently dating. Well, that's wild. And being like... A and paper it, list of... It, first bro, of all, having that is insane. Straight up... No, I think it was, like, a file on his computer. But it was, like, uh, but it was like a checkmark system, like the bitch from Mallrats, where it was, like, did I have fun? <laughs> yes, no... Was the sex good? Yes, no. <laughs> Wild thing for a man to do. It, absurd thing for a man to do. Also, I'm going to throw this out there. I don't think there's a proper system. I don't think you can come up with a proper system for ranking this. Like, I've said this to girls before. It's like, the difference between men and women, sex-wise, is that men can have bad sex, barring any smells, and still have good memories. Oh, yeah. Like, a woman sure. can be bad at sex, just a tr- just have one thing that you... Never saw look that particularly good. Like, literally, you can have sex with a girl who's not particularly attractive, but she just has the nicest ass. She can also not be good at sex, but as long as you got to hit it from the back and see her stand up to pick up her clothes, you're like, that's a good memory. Yeah. Whereas women can be like, I don't know, he had a huge cock and railed me out for a while, but I just didn't connect with him. How do you reason? You have to gaslight these people. <laughs> fucking crazy i'm telling you this right now you could fucking if you put two women in blindfolds and fucking 
noise-canceling headphones, and you sit them next to each other, and you eat their pussies exactly the same fucking way for the exact same fucking amount of time, right next to each other, not leaving a room. I'm going to mean, you can rinse a little bit, get the other pussy taste out of your mouth, and then you go into the new one. They will give you two wildly different reviews. <laughs> you have... To gaslight these people. <laughs> There's no other way to do it as a man. Women can deal with other women because they fucking understand each other. I don't know what the fuck to do, so I got to fucking... Look, I got to fucking carny up. I got to fucking kayfabe you a little bit. Just let you know, yeah, you're fine. Because I need you to do... I need to get something done. I'm trying to play this video game. I'm writing a thing. I got to fucking... i just trying to get better at darts. We got this tournament starting at shenanigans every Tuesday that I committed to. It's going to be great. Singles tournament. $10 entry. Come through. You done with your thing? Yeah, I'm done. Can we get back to the actual show? How long do you want to go with that? I'm, I've been stretching, Mike. <laughs> we can stop the show. I've still been wanting to come back to this affirmative action thing, but I feel like I've got a lot about it, and I'm not doing it now. It's very late. Can we just... All right. What? This is to something we were talking about before, but there was a sex trafficking law voted down in California that Gavin Newsom then then got voted in, but it was like voted down like multiple times. I just wanted to bring that up. I meant to bring it up when we were talking about it, but like, it's like, it is such a fucking weird thing. And then we got to talk about this RFK thing and then we'll get the fuck out of here in like five minutes. But like, um, yeah, just Google, yes, sex trafficking law, California gets voted down. And it's like, it's it's the thing where like uh remember when Democrats fought against the First Step Act, which was a prison reform act that Donald Trump got passed? No. We talked about it on the show, but if you don't remember what it is, a prison reform and then literally I believe it was Nancy Pelosi got on TV and was like, "Well, this doesn't go far enough." And I go, "Well, just vote for this, you fucking asshole. It's still a thing. It's prison reform." Barack Obama literally said I am not going to tackle prison reform because it will never get done. And then it got done. And then it wasn't good enough. Like, there's certain things that are the true evils in the world that we need to stop being this crazy about. Like, the amount of people in American prisons was a huge problem until George Bush left office. It is still a huge problem. We just don't talk about it anymore. The largest prison strike in the history of the United States happened under Barack Obama. For real? Yes. Do you not? This is this is actually a thing that just drives me fucking nuts about them. And this is like when people say, how come these guys are always shitting on the fucking left? It's not because we're right wing guys. It's because there's these fucking blind spots. People say, I've said this on the show before. People say Barack Obama never had a fucking scandal. That should have been a huge scandal. It just was not covered by the news. That should have been a massive fucking thing. Under That should have been a massive scar in his presidency. First of all, Afghanistan going on for the whole time. Guantanamo not closing. Fucking, um, what's the thing? Fast and Furious happened under fucking Barack Obama's watch. These are all fucking major scandals. Now, they do not compare to the Iraq war. Sure. Hmm. However, they are major fucking scandals that are fucking bigger than fucking Bill Clinton getting fucking blown. 
that are bigger than the first Iraq war where we stopped at the fucking border of Kuwait. There are bigger fucking scandals. There are bigger, it's a bigger scandal than fucking George H.W. Bush raising taxes after saying he wasn't going to raise taxes. Or fucking saying he didn't like broccoli. Or fucking Dan Quayle fucking not knowing how to spell potato. These are both the Iraq war and all these fucking Obama things. Way bigger. We used to fucking agree with fucking the actual... We used to be able to like look past this for the actual fucked up things. And now we can't. Yeah, now we're just stuck. We're just... St- Do you find the thing? The Were you looking that up? The uh, Yeah, I have the thing here. Senate Bill 14, which would add human trafficking uh, of a minor for sex to the list of serious felonies under California's penal code. Seems odd that in 2023 we're just adding that. But okay, it's, it's like, you know when they say, that, like, you know when um they were like, I guess they had to make bestiality illegal in this state finally because someone died. It's like, huh. Seems like you guys would have gotten around to that. <laughs> Guess you're heart of your stock down there. Oof. Um, so, yeah. Uh, uh, so, yeah. Bipartisan support all year until Democrats on the Assembly for Public Safety Committee struck it down Tuesday amid concerns that it would penalize victims and worsen incarceration rates. I don't understand. This is the Los Angeles Times, which I don't know. Maybe it's a shitty. I don't know if it's a reputable source or not. Who the fuck knows anymore? Um, But, I mean, fucking scroll down a little bit. Uh, Hold on. We're talking about children being raped every day. The bill's author, Senator Shannon Grove. Okay. Attention to boiling part Thursday when Republicans unsuccessfully forced a vote. This is something that we are addressing, and it's something we are going to get right. This is this is what the Democrats said. It's just fucking retarded. It's like, this is crazy. Like, well, the fact that it's there's even any sort of nebulous language in something like this, but I don't understand how the victim... Oh, I guess because they're undocumented. So then that's... I guarantee you that's what the thing is, right? Because people who are sex trafficked aren't... There's no... I mean, I might be wrong, but I don't think there's any America to America sex trafficking. Uh, yeah, there definitely is. All right, but it's not like a fucking Rico kind of deal. Like, I think sex trafficking is typically third world country to America, correct? I, I mean... I would venture to guess. I, I mean, look, I could be wrong, and it could just be fucking uh, 14-year-olds from Appalachia getting fucking railed in the ass in Juneau. I don't fucking know. Well, there was like that school in America that they said was like uh, it was like a, a boarding school for like you know wayward or orphan teens, and mm-hmm. then you know there was uh, there was like tunnels underneath the school that would like you know people could come in and like take the kids out and like bring them places, and then they no, would that was be... not a school. It was a pizzeria. No, it was this was in a... Washington D.C. It was no. a pizzeria, Mike. It's the Franklin scandal, right? The Franklin scandal. Yeah, I want to. All right, now I gotta look this up. You know, we were gonna fucking wrap this up. Yeah. Well, you know, now you got me on something yeah. I actually. Yeah, like. that's right. We're all autistic. Omaha, Nebraska. The ring was a carefully crafted hoax, is what it says. Hmm. Um, you should probably get Jim Caviezel on the case. 
Um, yeah, prominent citizens of Nebraska as well as high-level U.S. politicians were involved in a child prostitution ling, mm. alleged abuse a ling. victims. What? What? Prostitution ling. Um, See, again, Asian. Prostitution. Uh, ran the now defunct. Yeah, Frank Community Federal Credit Union in Omaha, Nebraska. Alleged the ring was a cult of devil worshippers involved in mutilation, sacrifice, and cannibalism of multiple children. But yeah, there was something in here. I can't find the thing, but it was something about like a school that had like uh, tunnels in it, mm. where they would like they could like grab these kids in the middle of the night and then like bring Hot. them through the tunnels, oh. come up in like someone's like you know cabin or whatever, and then they would be traffic from there to whatever the destination oh, was. Oh, creepy Uncle Tom's cabin. Right. Right. Hmm. All right. Moving on. I was going to talk about this RFK fart thing. Did you read this article I sent you? No. Oh, it's really funny. So RFK was having a... This is the last thing we're doing. RFK was ha- RFK Jr., who I'm probably going to vote for in the Democratic primary. You're a registered Democrat? I've been a registered Democrat since I was 18. What a cuck. Why does that make me a cuck? What a cuck, dude. What a libtard cuck. Dude, uh, first of all, I had a job working for the Democratic Party. Second of all, I'm a Democratic county committeeman. Cuck. Fucking, we're talking to big, big blues in the room. Yeah, that, that's true. I am, don't you dare say the N-word. I will cancel you. <laughs> Dude, the fucking radical left is in the room. Dude, I am radical. You ever see me surf with Jonah Hill's ex-wife? Jonah Hill certainly didn't. He's not looking at those pictures. Yeah, he's got. Therapy. He better not, because I'm fucking waxing more than a board. I'll tell you that. He <laughs> got him. <laughs> but RFK Jr., who I will vote for, mostly because I think it's hilarious that he his voice is so fucked up, and he's. Why you mean? Joe, Joe Biden's scared of a motherfucker that can't talk. That shit is hilarious to me. Um, but he was having a fundraiser. And apparently, you got to pull up the pictures of this RFK fundraiser. He's having a fundraiser, and he's getting heckled by some dude who looks like the creepiest human being I've ever seen in my fucking life. Um, and <laughs> during the heckling, an old man woke up Started heckling the heckler and then loudly and longly farted so long that it went on for a while. The guys kept talking. He goes, hold on. I'm farting and kept (laughs) farting, which is the funniest thing that could possibly happen to somebody married to a cast member of Curb Your Enthusiasm while running for president. Oh, it's so goddamn fucking funny. And it's just... All right, so... he I guess he was just at a... Uh, it was just at a campaign event. It wasn't like his specific thing. Specific thing. Um, uh, guest asked Kennedy... Uh, hold on. And it's... Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. He suddenly opened his eyes and denounced his longtime pal calling him a miserable blob. So this guy, this old man named Anthony Hayden, 
just called the guy shitting on Kennedy a miserable... Like, it's just such a... Also, always a weird thing to go to a thing just to hate a guy. Like, just don't go to the thing he's at. Unless that's the thing. I'm going to go so that no one can enjoy this guy. Because this guy stinks so much, he's a menace. And I have to fucking ruin his shit. Which is just a ridiculous thing to do. Yeah, you're lame as fuck if you, you do that. You stink. He just and he's just got pictures. Pull you did you pull up the article? Yeah, I have the article, but I don't have any I don't see any pictures in it. The page six article? Scroll down. Oh, okay. Read it at page six. Gotcha. Yeah. Um So this is the guy. This is the This farter. is the original heckler. This is not the, the farter. Heckler. The farter looks like a farter. This man does not look like a heckler. This man looks like a douchebag. Don't get me wrong. This, I mean, he's got the tie under his shirt. He's got a tie under his shirt with a like bad eyebrows. Fucking just stand it. First of all, there's four other pictures of him with sixes in this fucking thing. This is the farter. This old man, <laughs> Anthony Hayden. <laughs> yeah. My man just screamed, "I'm farting!" Dude, he his face <laughs> screams, "I'm farting." Just looking at, he's farting in that picture, which was a different event. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> like it's not even from the same thing, but so it's just the post just does such a good job of finding <laughs> these photos that are just so fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, scroll down a little further. This is him again. Um, these girls are this a little better looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, I don't understand who this guy is. Uh, one's a gossip columnist. Okay. The 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 guy who is heckling is a gossip columnist. Oh, he probably doesn't work for Page Six though. So Page Six fucking got him. What do you mean? Like they're the gossip column. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're top dog. So this is a squash match for them. They're just like, yes, we get to fucking. You got farted out. That's why this is such a cunty article. Listen to the way they fucking describe this. Here it seems Detrit sensed the need for new rhetorical tack. And let rip a loud, prolonged fart while yelling, as if to underscore his point. I'm farting. Oh, it's so good. Um, so apparently, so apparently, uh, uh, Doug. Je- so apparently, this guy just said climate change is a scam to RFK Jr. That was the heckle in New York City. A gossip columnist said. Climate change is a scam. Now, Mike, I know you believe that climate change is a scam, correct? Uh, I mean, look, dude, what was the ice age, man? The planet goes through cycles. Solid thought. It's hot outside. How could there be global cooling? What are we doing? It's crazy. Tell me I'm going to be able to swim in September? But of all the candidates you're going to yell climate change is a scam at, seems... Maybe not the fucking fringe candidate. No, that's the guy you... That was his whole thing. What? How he got into vaccines was through climate change lawsuits. Well, because he believes in climate change. Yeah. Oh, okay. And now, so climate change is a scam. Like he... So this guy is agrees with him. So he's like, he's the opposite of everybody else. He agrees with him on the vaccine thing. Disagrees with him on the, on the climate change. Thing. Maybe. Maybe that's why he's there. Maybe he's like, dude, the anti-vax candidate I've always wanted... But you're a fucking liberal cuck? No! I'm gonna fix you! I like that the other guy 
who believes in climate change just released a bunch of methane into the air. That's my favorite part. I like it's that. It's a whole story. Yeah. He's like, no, climate change is real. Watch this. I'm going to change the climate of this room. <laughs> Ugh. So good on all of them. Good night. Well, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me. Tell you.